There once was a man who jumped from an airplane with a parachute on his back. And he was coming down, there was a gust of wind that blew him off course and eventually blew him into a, a group of trees. And when his parachute caught, the wind blew him around and eventually he was wrapped around with the cords of the parachute and the parachute itself hanging upside down. Not knowing what to do, he tried to struggle and get out, but he couldn't. He couldn't move his arms. Suddenly, he hears a noise below him. Perhaps someone is there to help me. He cries out, hello, is anybody there? And all of a sudden, voice says, well, yes, I hear you, but I don't see you. He said, I believe I'm up here in a tree. He says, oh my, yes, you are. You are all wrapped up in cords and the parachute, and you're hanging upside down, and he's just going on and on, and suddenly the man upside down the parachute says, excuse me, sir, you wouldn't by chance be a Catholic priest, would you? <laughs> he said, well, yes, my son, I am. He said, how did you know? He said, well, everything you're telling me is absolutely true, but it's not doing me any good. <laughs> well, I think we need practical things uh, every once in a while. We can talk about the theological virtues of faith, hope, and charity, but there are practical applications to them. We've been trying to deepen our faith so that we can increase our hope and then in the end yield charity. And this is a great opportunity for charity in many ways because it's a time where whether we like it or not, people are going to give gifts and people receive them. Now, it all sounds so simple, but it's not that easy. I have a good friend and early in his marriage, on the first Christmas, they went over to his wife's family's home and they started to exchange gifts. And he had a gift with his name on it. And he shakes it and he looks at it and he goes, I know what this is. This is whatever it was. As it turned out, it was what he said it was. And then his wife worked with him on teaching him how to be gracious in receiving gifts. He said, don't you ever do that again. And suddenly, the following Christmases were different. Every time he received a gift, he just went on and on about how great it was, how much he appreciated it, how much he loved what he received, whether he did or not. And he said, you know, I started to notice that I was getting more gifts that way. <laughs> and perhaps he did, because people really liked to see that he enjoyed what he got. So he's very effusive in his praise and, and just considering that he was being gracious because it's not always the gift itself that is given. A gift can be given of great worldly value and great price, but with no love at all, just a substitute for the love that they don't give. Whereas someone may give something of very little earthly value, money-wise, and yet how much love is with that makes all the difference. So we have to learn to do that in our lives and, and to do that in the receiving of gifts because we're going to get something. You can all remember what your favorite Christmas gift ever was and you probably can remember what your least favorite gift was, the one you didn't want to get. And who wants to hear, why did you get me this? I don't need it. I've heard that, uh, but we've tried to correct that and that person in my family and uh, the best thing to do is to keep an ear out as to what is it they like and what would they want. Uh, they will let you know if you pay enough attention. That's part of the gift-giving thing, is paying attention to the person and knowing what can I get them that they would like. 
and that's a good thing. That's, that says on our part, we're interested in them and their likes and dislikes, whether you know, they might ask for something extraordinary like a real helicopter, which is usually out of the price range of most people, but you take that with a grain of salt. Uh, but sometimes they may ask for something simple. They may ask for something that you think is ridiculous, but that's what they want. And if you were to get it for them, well, they would like it. You don't understand why, but they would. Uh, sometimes uh, the gift giving is a little different. Uh, my mother told the story when she was a little girl, uh, only one child would get the gift, and that would be the youngest. And being that my mother was the youngest, she would receive a gift that Christmas. And the older children, they didn't get a gift like she would. So her older brother, throughout probably six months, kept telling her, ask for an electric train. <laughs> and she wanted a doll, but he said, an electric train. So after enough brainwashing, she asked for the electric train. She got it, and my grandfather and my uncle played with it all morning while my mother cried. <laughs> That's not the whole idea of what it is. We want something, we want others to be happy with the gifts they have. We shouldn't be le less happy if somebody gets something that they wanted and we didn't get something we wanted. We have to make known what we want and we have to appreciate what we get, to be joyful with that. I remember, it wasn't Christmas, it was for my birthday. Uh, my brothers and sisters and everybody, it was all, uh, they were all together in collusion. And they kept telling me that for my birthday I was going to get a suede sweater. I didn't know what a suede sweater was, but I knew that that wasn't what I wanted. And I kept getting, and, and suddenly finally came my birthday. I was resolved that that would be my gift, and I can't remember what I got, but it wasn't a suede sweater. But perhaps that made me happy that it wasn't a suede sweater, and, and hopefully that I received the gift with uh, charity, because that's what we're sort of supposed to learn. Uh, charity. Charity in giving and charity in receiving. We give, we're not give, when we give, we don't give the actual gift itself. It is a representation of something else. The gifts we give is a representation of the sentiment we feel for that person. If we love them, we give them a gift, but the gift is just an object. The true gift is love, the true gift is yourself. And that leads us ultimately to the gift of Jesus Christ, which is not an object, but it is the person. Whatever we receive from him, we are receiving him, and that is the true gift of Christmas, and, and we are to receive it, and receive it graciously. To receive him for what he is, for who he is, with all the love in the world, because he is all the love in the world. And when we receive that, we also think that charity comes from that, and that we all want to offer him a gift as well. After all, isn't it his birthday we're celebrating? And who should be getting the gift? It's the birthday boy, of course. And what does he want? He wants us. He wants us to love him. He gives his love freely. And the most we can do for him is love him in return. To give him what he desires, those who have the love of God in their hearts, who treasure the love of God more than anything else, who receive it graciously and with open hearts, that is the desire of God. So let us not disappoint him by giving him something he doesn't want. Let's give him what he truly wants. Give him ourselves completely and totally, so that when we do, that is the act of receiving the gift which is Jesus himself, the gift of Christmas.